What's up, everybody? It's me, your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast. Today, I'm going to be exploring the metaphorical phrase, pick your poison. Now, join me as I unravel the layers of this metaphorical journey, shedding light on the reality that every choice comes with its own set of drawbacks. I'm going to discuss the psychology behind decision-making, the art of weighing risk and rewards, and how embracing the imperfections of our choices can lead to personal growth and strength. Get ready to gather your strength, and let's embark on this thought-provoking adventure. Like always, I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing for the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championship. I want you to look jacked. I want your veins to have veins. And man, life is heavy. We're not always going to have somebody there to give us a spot. Now today we are going to be exploring the phrase, pick your poison. This is an idiomatic expression that is used to convey a situation where someone has to choose between two or more undesirable options or outcomes. It implies that no matter which choice is made, there will be a negative consequence or an unfavorable outcome. Now, overall, this podcast topic episode was inspired by a a meme. Of all things, a meme. I love a good meme because, man, when you see a good meme... It essentially hits the nail on the head and drives home a particular topic. Now, this meme that I saw that inspired this podcast episode, Pick Your Poison, it was a man that was split in half. Now, on one half of his body, he had muscles, he was muscular, it looked like a very strong physique, you know, lean, just someone who was just jacked. And above him, it said suffer. And the other half of his body, it was a fat, gelatinous man with jelly rolls and just someone who looked big and obese. And above that guy, it said, or suffer. Now, when you look at the entirety of the image, it's one guy who embodies two different body types. The strong side above him, it said suffer. And the weak side above him said, or suffer. Now, when I saw that, you know, it's only three words, and it's a, a, a image, and it really hones in on there is no escaping our suffering. Now, some people see exercise as suffering, as torture, as something that, you know, is to be avoided at all cost. But when you do that, you look like the person on the right side of that picture which says, or suffer, because, man, there's no getting around your fitness, your overall fitness, well-being, you're going to have to pay the price. Now, in relation to the pick your poison, now you get to choose what your poison is. You can either suffer for 30 minutes in a gym or doing exercises, getting your heart rate up, putting stress on your muscles. You can even... You know, suffer like that, or you can suffer and be a fat, gelatinous man for 24 hours every single day. When you are in that unhealthy body, the one that is riddled with aches and pains and shortness of breath and all types of cardiovascular uh, diseases or problems, you, you're in that body all day. 
365. Now, when you're in the gym, as hard as that might be for some people, let's say, you know, you're even in it for 15 minutes a day because it doesn't take that much to do an exercise to put proper uh, stress on your muscles, on your joints, on your ligaments, and on all of these systems in your body. It doesn't take that long. It just takes, you know, little by little, daily principles and practices. But for some people, I understand that even doing that is hard. But when you think about it, man, what's harder? Showing up to the gym, you know, for three days a week, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, uh, you know, per day, or is it harder to be in that out of shape body for 24 hours a day, 365 days a week? Now, because there is no escape from choosing to suffer in the gym or choosing to suffer outside of the gym by neglecting our overall fitness well being. Uh, This phrase, pick your poison, originated from the idea of choosing a poisonous substance to consume which would result in harm or death. It uh, It is often used metaphorically to describe situations where there are no good or ideal choices available and one must select the lesser of two evils. Now, let's take a, a job for example. Now, because we are frequently faced with having to pick our poisons. Let's use the, uh, the aspect of, of a job. For example, imagine a person is presented with a, two job offers. One has a higher salary but longer working hours. The other with a lower salary but better work-life balance. In this case, the person is being told to pick their poison because they have to, they have to choose between sacrificing their personal time or accepting a lower income. Overall, Pick Your Poison serves as a way to acknowledge and convey the difficulty of decision-making when when faced with unfavorable options, implying there's no perfect or completely satisfactory choice. Now, one way that we can alleviate some of the stress as it pertains to this imaginative uh, job offer is if you have identified some goals and you need financial stability in your life, then you need to choose the job that has the higher salary and longing, longer working hours. And that is going to help you to become closer to your goal. Now, on the other hand, if you are someone who needs a better work-life balance and you don't want to work so many hours and you choose that position with the higher salary and longer working hours, then you are going to be miserable because you're going to be working more and there's not going to be any work-life balance in your life. Now, understanding the meaning and the implications of the phrase pick your poison can provide several benefits to your life. Number one is going to be decision-making. Now, recognizing that that certain situations may present with you, difficult choices can help you approach decision-making with a more realistic mindset. Instead of expecting a perfect outcome, you can focus on evaluating the available options and selecting the one that aligns best with your priorities and values. Uh, Two, 
Managing your expectations by understanding that some situations may not have an ideal solution, you can set more realistic expectations for the outcomes. This can reduce frustration and disappointment when faced with challenging decisions or circumstances. Three, it is also going to help you to prioritize and help you with compromising. When confronted with multiple undesirable options, understanding pick your poison, can help you prioritize what matters most to you. You can weigh the pros and cons of each choice and make compromises based on what is most important in the given situation. You can also um, improve your acceptance and resilience. Recognizing that not every situation will offer a perfect solution can foster a sense of acceptance. It can help you build resilience and adaptability as you become better equipped to handle challenges and make the best of options available to you. Lastly, but not leastly, communication and empathy. Understanding the phrase can also enhance your communication skills. When discussing difficult choices or challenging situations with others, you can use this idiom to express empathy and acknowledge the tough decisions they face. It demonstrates that you understand the constraints and complexities of the situation, fostering better understanding and connection with others. Now, because you know what pick your poison means and you can grasp the concept, you can navigate through decision-making processes, manage expectations, and develop a more balanced and adaptable approach to life's challenges. And now ask yourself this question. What type of person would not want to be or you know, develop a more balanced and adaptable approach to life's challenges? Who wouldn't want to be more resilient? Now, over here at the Gathering Strength Podcast, this is just another way for you to accumulate and gather your strength. You know, strength is not all about running hella far, hella fast, or lifting these heavy-ass weights. Nah, man. It's about, you know, being able to navigate through decision-making processes where we can manage our expectations and where we can develop a balanced and adaptable approach to life's challenges. Come on, man. I'm rooting for you. I know you can do it. And when I, you know, learn about these concepts and I think about them and then I try to teach others about it, this helps me because there's an old adage that, you know, the teacher, when they teach, they become better at grasping the fundamentals of what they're teaching. Now, here is a historical event that took place where somebody had to literally pick their poison. All right, now, back in the day, uh, one historical example of someone picking their poison was Socrates. Now, uh, within my podcast catalog, I created a four-part series that was inspired by Socrates. One of his most famous philosophical quotes was, Know thyself. And I intertwined my catchphrase, the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. And I intertwined that with Socrates' philosophical quote, Know thyself. If you haven't listened to it, I would encourage you right now, or you know, not right now, maybe after this podcast, to go and dive in to that wisdom. Uh, because I, I I think that it, that it is informative, it is fun, entertaining, 
And who knows, you might even acquire for yourself the buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. Let me know. If you go and listen to that, drop me a comment. And hey, I'll acknowledge you. Give you a nice little shout out. All right, now back to Socrates and his unfortunate circumstance. Now, the ancient Greek philosopher uh, in... 399 BCE, Socrates was brought to trial in Athens, accused of impiety and corrupting the youth. After being found guilty, he was given the choice between two options, um, execution by drinking a cup of poison or renouncing his philosophical teachings. Now there he has that choice. You want poison, Socrates, or you can simply stop teaching your philosophy and all that philosophical crap that you're corrupting the youth with. Socrates was like, nah, fool, give me that cup. And then Socrates went over, he took the poison, filled up his beer bong, and chugged it. Ugh. He he drank that, that cup of poison like a frat dude at a frat party doing a keg stand. Now, in this instance, Socrates picked his poison by choosing to drink the poison. Uh, Despite having the opportunity to escape or recant his beliefs, Socrates chose to uphold his principles and accept the punishment imposed by the Athenian court. By making this choice, he demonstrated his commitment to his philosophical ideals and the pursuit of truth, even at the cost of his own life. Now, let's... Be thankful, take a moment of appreciation and gratitude that we are not going to have to literally choose between any of these poisons. At least, hopefully not. Uh, Hopefully, I'm not ever put in a situation where I have to choose between taking literal poisons and, you know, to, to choose my own death. Now, this decision... Socrates' decision to drink the poison is a significant historical example of an individual faced with a difficult choice between two undesirable options. It illustrates the idea of pick your poison in a literal sense, highlighting the willingness to accept negative consequences in order to remain true to one's values and principles. Man, and this is why Socrates is one of the baddest mofos to have ever occupied this earth. It was a literal sense of highlighting a human's capability and the willingness to accept negative consequences in order to remain true to one's values and principles. Hey man, all right. Uh, you know, let, let's give him a DJ air horn. Bam, 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 bam. And a nice little tip of the cap and a wink of the eye. Socrates still influencing and help direct people towards, you know, the truth and people's highest values and principles. Badass! You know, we have people like Socrates and then the everyday average Joe guy like you and me struggling between... Alright, do I want to suffer and pick this poison of going to the gym? Or do I want to suffer by embodying an unhealthy body 24-7, 365? Wow, we have it so tough. Uh, 
I have to go to the gym and work out and get strong to live a healthy life. Wah. You know, one thing about going to the gym and or starting a new habit in general is that, yes, indeed, it is going to be tough in the beginning, like everything. Like everything in the beginning, it's hard. And, you know, one of the principles that I'm trying to teach to my son is that Man, when you first start out doing something, you're going to suck at it. It's going to be heavy. When you first start going to the gym, you know, that five-pound dumbbell or barbell or whatever it is, that's going to be heavy. And the weight doesn't get any lighter. Like five pounds or ten pounds or whatever it is, that's still going to be ten pounds. The only thing that is going to change is your strength. You get stronger. That eventually you're going to start bench pressing or squatting 100 pounds. 100 pounds is 100 pounds. It's only get e- going to get easier because you get stronger. And as you continue to go and subject yourself voluntarily to the crucible of that iron domain in which we have come to known as the gym, as you voluntarily subject yourself to that transformative process... It undoubtedly gets easier. And then that just becomes your lifestyle. And then you start to embody that healthy overall well-being. And because you took accountability, responsibility, and ownership of your physical well-being, that confidence permeates into every single realm of your life. Now, it's beneficial for us to understand the concept and the nuances of this pick your poison because it helps the individual to recognize that decision making often involves assessing risk, rewards, and potential consequences. In the context of pick your poison, individuals are confronted with the reality that every choice carries some negative consequences or drawbacks. Now, also understanding This helps individuals to weigh the potential harms or downsides of their choices against their desired outcomes or goals. It acknowledges that decision-making is not always straightforward and that compromises and sacrifices may be necessary. Now, some of the sacrifices that we are confronted with when it comes to deciding to exercise or not. Now, you know, for example, one of the hurdles that I encounter, but man, I I easily overcome it these days because I have so much momentum behind me and it it is part of my lifestyle. Um, It is a huge part of my identity. I can have a podcast called Gathering Strength and be out of shape. I can go and run a a marathon or do an Ironman and be out of shape. Man, no, I, I need to have the buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. I need to be able to do all the things that I want to do, and it all comes with the cost. Now, I have analyzed the cost. I have analyzed the consequences, and man, I have lived on both sides of the tracks, and I know which one produces better fruit. Now, let's say in a lazy moment, your boy Ruby Rube, I'm like, all right, I can either do this workout Now I'm going to have to spend, you know, let's say 15 minutes. 
All right, because I, I believe in the small daily goals. Even 15 minutes does so much for you. If you're not in in the in the game of doing 15 minute workouts, then hey, you're leaving money on the table. But anyways, now here I am with a little bit of low energy, and I'm like, all right, I I said I, I was gonna do this workout, and I can either do the workout, and I can quote unquote suffer through it, you know, where I'm exerting energy and strain and sweat and stress. Now, I I can subject myself to that, or I can just go chill and get some ice cream, which is going to instantly gratify that dopamine reward center in my brain. That's going to taste good, right? Mmm, I can taste that right now. I can go throw on some pajamas, go on the couch, kick up my feet, because after all, I worked hard, right? I'm a hard worker. I did my my day's work, and I can just eat that ice cream, that Ben and Jerry's, and I can throw on some Netflix, and I can just chill. All of that sounds great, right? And you know what? Who wouldn't want to just kick back, chill, and relax? After all, It is our primitive monkey mind that wants to keep us uh, entertained. It wants to keep our bellies full. And our primitive mind wants to keep us comfortable. Our primitive mind wants us to conserve our energy. Our primitive mind um, lives with a scarcity mindset. And that's why it's so easy to overeat because our monkey mind is like, hey, we don't know when our next meal is going to come, so we need to eat as much food right now. And our primitive mind wants to keep us entertained. You know, that's why, you know, um, it's so captivating to, to be distracted with our phone, our TVs, or whatever, because why go out and work? And do something hard when we can just kick back, conserve our energy, and be entertained. You know, learning a little bit about our primitive minds and how our monkey brain wants to take over to to keep us full, entertained, and comfortable. Man, when you start to realize that, then you know what you're working against. And you know that your evolved, mature, well-adapted mind is facing and you can battle against that now because i am armed with this stuff and i have those thoughts and that knowledge bouncing around in my head when i am presented with you know low energy for whatever reason i'm like all right i have to go and do this exercise but you know there's the days when i succumb to the low energy or the stresses or the days where I'm not feeling like it, you know, because I'm human. And here I am skipping a workout, and now guess what? I feel like crap because working out, it releases those feel-good hormones in your brain. And if you are not familiar with those feel-good hormones in your brain and all you do is or the only way that you get those is by consuming sugary treats, the greasy foods. If that is how you are uh, enticing your reward system, then that is going to be so much easier to do. One, because it physically is easier to do. And two, 
you know, you are going along with that primitive mind. And man, that is a hard cycle to get out of because as you perpetuate that cycle of not working out, you undoubtedly become weaker and weaker. And those weights, they get heavier and heavier. Now, to go back, to hearken all the way back to the inspiration of this podcast episode topic was that meme. It was the one guy who embodied both bodies, the muscular body and the fat, obese, gelatinous body. You're going to suffer either way. You may suffer in the gym for, you know, the duration of your exercise, or you can suffer 24-7, 365 in a body that is unhealthy and unkept. Now, one thing that baffles my mind is that, you know, there are some people who I consider to be absolutely smart, like they have skills, they can build things, they're intelligent, but then, you know, the, the bodies that they embody, that they carry around and bring with them every single day, I'm like, man, it, it, it trips me out because we are in control of it. And if you claim to be smart, you know, what is the better investment? You know, let, let's say 20 minutes. 20 minutes is going to get you to be so much more brilliant and brighter consistently and I'm not saying that the people who are in shape are are better than people who are you know out of shape everybody deserves dignity everybody deserves love respect and everybody has the redemptive qualities that they can you know used to manifest the, the greatest version of themselves. And I understand that there can be lot, some lopsidedness in people's worlds where, hey, you have the strong body, but you're weak mentally. Or you have the strong body, but you're weak spiritually, financially. I, I understand that, you know, um, having a strong physique is not the end-all, be-all, but Man, it's one of those little things that adds up. It Because it all adds up. And one of the ways that we accumulate and gather our strength is by filling our minds with concepts such as pick your poison and the overall understanding of how the things that we do Man, there's consequences. There is consequences. And man, when we have clarity on these choices, we at least know where we're going. We at least know how we got there. We at least know the problems that can be solved, that can deliver us out from the dark wilderness and into that promised land. And every single day when we are presented with that choice at that crossroad, you know, whether it's Satan there tempting us or freaking Darth Vader. <laughs> there is that dark energy that is trying to get us to go to that dark side, which is going to leave us reduced, dull, dumb, dim-witted, and ultimately 
looking and acting like a dickhead. That'll be it for this podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you like what you heard, give me a like, a subscribe, and a follow. And until next time, it's onward. Always onward.